0: Okay, so <clears throat> I have a life hack for you. I did something today. I I got myself a chocolate shake from McDonald's. Okay. And then I put it straight into the freezer.
1: And, is this uh, the first time you've done this?
0: No, this is like a gen this is like a occurrence. Like I almost yeah. exclusively eat the frozen milkshake from mcdonald's
1: oh so you turn it into like a frosty
0: it's basically frosty yeah the consistency when frozen is it doesn't quite solidify uh-huh,
1: uh-huh. that's the key thing right like when you get those mcflurries and sundays delivered you gotta fucking throw that shit into the freezer pronto mm-hmm. uh, or you're not gonna have a good experience at all yeah
0: so then i will and then for the next like two days or more i'll just pick away at this chocolate shake uh which cost me less than a large frosty would or whatever. And I'll have like a little treat here and there. Cause it like, it just keeps going. Cause it's bigger than a frosty too. Right.
1: Mm. Life hack or diabetes hack.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's a life hack from your local fatty.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Oh, I'm going to learn something useful. And I'm like, what the fuck, man? I got ice cream. I got a fucking two liter Briar's tub sitting in the thing and it sits there for like two months. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> C plus production proudly, proudly present. Can you confirm? Can you confirm? confirm, confirm. Ken, you confirm, confirm, confirm. Thanks for tuning in to, get to confirm that, everybody. Thanks, checkers, for checking us out. Wow, it's April 22nd, and we got a special show for everybody today.
1: Uh, we're all down out of our clouds and out of the haze. It's been two days, 22nd, <laughs> we're nice and relaxed.
0: Oh, <laughs> yeah, this year we're missing that. Uh, that's right, I don't have to watch uh, uh, we Rae don't Rae have for Madness special. this year. <laughs>
1: yeah. My goodness. I mean, that was a fun research uh, yeah. project, um, but I'm I okay honestly, to it out this year, I'm okay. Yeah.
0: It was I was so unforgettable. I can't I can barely remember <laughs> anything that happened. I I'm not talking about um the holiday, I'm talking about the actual movie *Reefer for Madness it was so unforgettable.
1: Oh my goodness. Yeah. But here we are on the twenty here we are. second. We anything got the special happening? one. Anything yeah. Oh, on?
0: Today I mean this is it's Nicholas Cage week. I can't kind can confirm that this week.
1: Hi fucking the yeah!
0: the cage I'm day.
1: Are you going? Are you going tonight?
0: Well, oh, I mean, I'd hate to tell you yes, because who knows when I'll go,
1: but um, I, was I to want go to ahead. go. Let's just say yes. Well, uh, how about we endeavor to try to make it?
0: Um, well, there's yeah. certain I have certain things like schedules
1: that maybe don't make it happen. There's an entire weekend in there, man. Um, yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. I just We can't,
1: can't be out here shilling and for our boy, friend of the show. Uh, and asking our good friends and listeners to go, 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 spend their harder dollars to go see this thing. If we're not going to go, yeah, I'm going. People, I'm making the. I'm going to make the date happen. I think people it's, that uh, listen to us know we're yeah.
0: fans of Nicolas
1: Cage too, because we
0: talk about him on
1: occasion, and and glowingly. Always. Right? Um. He's not. You know. He's not James Franco.
0: <laughs> What's your favorite Nick Cage movie?
1: <laughs> My favorite Nick Cage movie. Oh coming out the gates swinging um i don't know man it's a pretty deep list he's got uh yeah that's so true. you know what right. i think i'm gonna get it confused let me double check but i'll tell you what it is there were two movies that came out around the same time uh one was the family man yeah. that he was in and then one was i think the Weather Weather
0: weatherman yeah
1: now of those two movies, John, do you remember which one he took up <laughs> archery in?
0: Yes, I do. Yeah.
1: Which I do. Okay, so that's the one. That's my favorite movie of Nicholas. That's right. The Weatherman. Yeah, yeah. The Weatherman. Okay, that's the one then.
0: Yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of mans, like there's the Wicker Man.
1: Matchstick Men. That's when he yeah. was <laughs> girl. Yeah. Oh. He's man. the
0: everyman. No one epitomizes the everyman like Nick Cage. <laughs> I, nephew of francis ford coppola
1: (laughs) but but isn't the best part about him like inhabiting the everyman being that like every one of his characters is crazy though yeah i mean right um, there's not a normal person like there's no normal characters he plays but every character he plays is someone you kind of are like i feel like i know a guy like that
0: now does he bring that to the role or are they written that way
1: (laughs) i think it's a bit of both i think he seeks out roles where he's like, I want to play that. I want to play the guy who is, you know, a little bit out there. Um, yeah, I think that's fair. I think he, if, if he's got to play it straight. I don't think he really does it, to be honest. I think... I've never seen him do anything, like, just, you know, straight. Like, just, uh, like a Jason Bateman showing up to read a couple lines on a movie and off. I <laughs> mean, you know, like, I've never seen him do anything not... uh. Fully invested, if you will, right? Yeah.
0: You know, I I actually bought, I'm going to say it, I bought it. You know the Superman Lives documentary?
1: Oh. Have you heard of
0: this thing? This is the uh, documentary about the um, infamous Tim um, Burton-led Superman sequel starring Nicolas Cage as Superman. Um, Right. And... uh, I didn't illegally download it. I legitimately bought it from the website and I watched that video. And I think that might've been that. W- I would love to still know what Nicholas Cage would bring to that role because would that be his only straight char- like non crazy character or would he made Superman lives? Would he made like Superman unhinged?
1: <laughs> I think he would have, I think he would have brought the national treasure vibe. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, Even in, like, National Treasure gives you a straight-laced Nick Cage who's a little unhinged, right? (laughs) Like, but it's not, like, bubbling over. Like, I would, not to say he can't. He can very much play a subdued character, like Leaving Las Vegas or Pig. Um, He can do that. But he does it, like, with an eccentricity that just reminds you that it's Nick Cage, right? Like, I think the point is, and why we're doing an entire episode based on this, guy this gentleman, this legend, this uh, living living uh, messiah of artistic talent, uh, almost has like an unbearable weight of massive talent. Oh, see what I did. Yeah, and I wonder how that script came together. Um, Levy. Levy, there we go. Uh, the reason we're saying it is because he's he's transcended into the sense of like he's kind of the the Brandoesque mm-hmm. actor that's been since Brando, right? Like. You didn't know what you were getting with Brando, but you knew you were going to get something good. Right. But you didn't know what it was going to be, but you just knew the man was talented, but you know, he's kind of psycho, but you know, he's talent. Right. Like it's one of those things where it's like Nicholas K just got all of that in him Mm -hmm. um, with just the very cool aloofness, like in the personal life. um, Right. Like the one thing you can say is the guy cares about the work he does. Even if he's doing like fifty fucking movies that are going straight to like voodoo or like Tubi, like not even Netflix, um he still cares. Now, on the personal side of life, he seems aloof enough to not care enough to pay his taxes, which gets him into a position to have to make those movies, right? Like it's just like chicken and egg kind of thing, and it's like that you kind of need that whole cycle, but it's nice to
0: really, where he's we
1: doing are Right, like where we are now is the best I think we'll get from him for the next little while, right? Dude's debt free. Mm. You know what I mean? You have to assume he's you know, like he's paid off the IRS. You got to imagine he's got better business managers and handlers now. Um and so now, as much as he was just doing everything that came to him and never said no to any work, the best part is like we're getting to a point where now people are like They want to bank on him like Brendan Fraser. There's something weird going on, right? Where it's like they want to, they like it's all these guys who it's like, where you been? You want because we've talked about this too, right? Anybody who wants to work is working. So when there's guys we want to see working, and we're like, where are you? It's a matter of just being like, well, here's some projects.
0: It's that Gen Z '90s callback, the bringback. So they're bringing back grunge fashion, and they're bringing back the actors of the '90s. Like the biggest like actors in the 90s, like um, at the same time, the same month or something like that, Nicolas Cage had con air and matchstick men or something like that in in the box office being like number one, like tied for number one, like the two biggest blockbusters
1: of the year or something.
0: Is that the two it was?
1: Uh, possibly. I mean, he was on a run for a while, man. Um, Not matchstick men. Somehow. Wicker man. <laughs> That's Maybe. another one another man Conair was
0: 97
1: in. yeah i mean late 90s he was killing it with um uh he had con air he had the rock face um, off and face off right yeah. the rock was good too with the alcatraz breakout and all that crap 96
0: um, and 97 were those two three movies
1: yeah and to think he like had won an oscar in 95 it's right? crazy so like he was there he was the dude and he rolled into it man like 2000 he it's not like he slowed down 2000 was gone in 60 seconds then you get like his next oscar nomination with adaptation which i own on dvd and i think is a mm. brilliant fucking movie mm-hmm. um and one of my favorite movies is lord of war which is like ridiculously underrated um great movie but then the the, the magic sort of stopped <laughs> come around like <laughs> 2008 9 uh which was, was like,
0: like yeah
1: yeah i mean it was a rough time for everybody the recession was hitting and i guess it really hit when when you owe big bills right um but to say 2008 to 2020 let's say a 12-year stretch where the guy's kind of just he decided to not say no um that being said right that being said he still he still snuck in good stuff mind you there was like 40 50 things but um in between all of this it's still littered things like he was in the movie snowden not great but it's an oliver stone flick you know what i mean it's a good check if you're Nicolas cage why not um
0: but he did the, ass i think that's one of his best roles. rumors right?
1: exactly right and and there's a movie like mandy which came out in like 2018 which is actually yeah. really ridiculously good um and we've i mean i've talked and talked about pig um and there's other things like that so it's like good for him to have found stuff and you know he was black and white Spider-Man, right? Yeah, Spider-Man, Spider-Man Noir. Universe, right. Uh, he he did he did John finally get around to fulfilling his destiny to play Superman uh, as the voice of Superman, and yes. T Titans go right to the movies. <laughs> uh, so I think I think it all comes full circle at this point. Um, just glad to see him back around, but more more. It was the Ghost
0: Rider. Do you remember those? Yeah. I recently, and not yeah. even in prep for this video, watched
1: um, the first Ghost Rider just recently. It was just a film that. It had bombed, right? And it wasn't good. Uh, <laughs> okay. uh, so, so we're going to keep that in mind. Now, the problem <laughs> is that that kind of came out and was supposed to be a franchise starter and mm-hmm. kind of fizzled. Uh, same with uh, the other big one that they were trying to get off the ground, which was the Sorcerer's Apprentice, um, which also didn't get very far. Which is which is the main reason Nicholas, like Nicholas Cage, credits that those two movies being the reason we never got the National Treasure three. Oh. That he was on board, Bruckheimer was on board, but Disney wasn't on board. Uh, national
0: treasure is up there for me you know when i ask what your an, favorite it's is, a
1: fun one right it's just yeah. a fun little ride he's got a good cast around him uh we hear now that justin justin bartha i believe right the actor uh will be reprising the role of riley Poole in a national hmm. treasure disney plus series interesting uh, i imagine he will take part as a, as a feature, not much more of that, right? Like, I don't, but that's interesting, right? Like, but he's great in that. It's the Nicolas Cage event, right? Like, um, it's the unbearable weight of massive talent premiere episode, right? Like I'm excited for that movie just because I think it's about time. Someone really had fun with Nick Cage, Mm -hmm. which is a character and a creation of its own, right? Like this, what we talk about when we say Nick Cage or Nicholas Cage, like, this, I, I almost feel like he's everything he he does has almost been a big giant performative thing, where he is at home Nicholas Coppola.
0: Okay. You hear me. Okay.
1: Um, but he has a thing. He has a, a thing. He's a little, a kind of leaned into which has become the nick cage uh and i think maybe he felt i think he maybe got like you know like you had a little much too too much gas to the barbecue a little much too much fuel to the fire like it just got a little out of hand um and i think it's now a time where he's like kind of figuring out how to rein it in um (laughs) he was but but the parody right yeah but i but not of his own doing is the best part, right? Like I think he's gonna have a renaissance here, and it's gonna be great. I mean, Pig was good, everybody knows what that was. you know Jiu Jitsu got a lot of hype for being bad, but good. I mean, like he's so good in such a bad movie um that this one just kind of makes sense, and I think the story of him not really wanting it to come out and now it's coming out, but him being on board with it now because now he understands. That like, oh, you mean like, the guy went through the process of making a movie thinking, hey man, I, I just don't want them to make fun of me. Like, I feel like they're they're coming for me. And then he goes through the process of it, and then he still doesn't feel comfortable. But somewhere along this line, he's done the work to figure out the difference between like, what is Nicolas Cage, the the... The image, the the sort of aura that exists, and what is Nick Cage. And now that I think he seems comfortable with himself even more, which I think would come when you've when you're sort of like relieved of the burden of feeling like you owe the IRS fourteen million bucks, like once that's gone, he's kind of gotta feel good about himself again.
0: Yeah.
1: Right. It's a big debt
0: pay, yeah.
1: Yeah, right. And like that weight off of his shoulders, which would have been an unbearable weight, is also gone. Um, And now the massive talent can come back, right? Like that is, that's kind of where we're at. And I think now he's kind of out of time because of COVID, this movie not coming out, the theater's being shut down. And the guys who made this movie being very, very adamant that, you know, we spent money that we don't have. So we have to play this in theaters. Um, Like this is a movie that's getting pushed. Like it's getting advertised and it's getting pushed in a way that you don't see unless you're a superhero movie or or something with Vin Diesel driving a car. Mm Mm-hmm. Right? Like I'm watching Game Two of a, an NBA playoffs game, and they are showing me ads at the bottom of the game for this movie, which means they've got a lot. They've got a lot vested in this, and Nick Cage has a lot vested in this. And like, I'm, in order for us to get that national treasure three, like I'm just hoping people kind of go to see this movie and are back in. Um,
0: you know, he originally uh, pitched someone playing him. Playing Nick Cage.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't he wanted to play Pedro's role. Yeah. He wanted to be the guy who was like fanboying over Nicolas Cage. Um which is that not a very Nicolas Cage kind of like suggestion? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine being the director who's like, I've got this idea, and you're like, uh uh, you know what? I I was thinking, I was thinking. I don't play Nicolas Cage, right? And then you're just like, oh shit. <laughs> like, what are we, for the next hour, what am I supposed to do? Like, the entree hasn't come yet. Like, we still got to talk about the little fucking movie. Like, I would be the most awkward meeting, but I'm, you'd want to hear it. You'd want to get his perspective because I'd want to hear from Nicolas Cage how he would play, like, Pedro's character. Yeah. Like, like yeah, what, what do you experience when people are fanboying over, you? like, hear it from him. He's the one who's going to be able to tell you what he goes through and like how he would put that back. Um, that would I would almost want to see that movie too. I mean, I just want to see them
0: all almost. I, I've seen a lot, you know, I feel like the, one of the things that's kind of appealing is we've like, been through the ups and downs with Nick Cage or Nicolas Cage, you know? Like, we've watched uh, The Color of Sound or whatever that's called, and we've watched some of the rough ones and still kind of took away something entertaining. Like, his—he no matter how bad it is or what the movie is, he's always leaving you with something entertaining. You right. all, you're always left, even though, he, you know, he's not as wholesome as Keanu, but there's still reason to
1: like him. It's just, it's that, it's the reason we like Steve Buscemi. <laughs> right? Like, it, sometimes it's just the talent. Like, you don't understand what it is, and you don't really get it. Um, I, uh, You know, like, fuck, man, it's been two hours, and I haven't seen a single mandolin in this movie, Mr. Corelli. Um, it, but it's a good movie. Like, you mean, like, he just does things that kind of are good and make you kind of be on board. And there's certain actors that just pull that shit off. Um, but sometimes they those guys go away and they fade away, and they don't get a chance to come back like the best part about him it is it's a kind of like his choices have been odd, but they've always been good. The things he's wanted to do he hasn't gotten to do right like it, he wanted to do Godfather part three he wanted Andy Garcia's role Francis didn't give it to him um uncle and nephew have a bit of a weird relationship they always have um. He casted him early a lot, Francis did, but Francis also didn't like that Nicholas changed the last name. Mm-hmm. Nicholas had his reasons, right? He didn't want to be in the shadow. Um, but there's, like, like just so much talent brimming in that entire clan, right? Like, that family's just full of it. Um, that he he was he's the black sheep i guess of the coppola family which is kind of already full of like oddballs like jason schwartzman and fucking sofia Coppola's not exactly the most i right? mean like it's like to be the odd one out in that at that family reunion is very fucked but he doesn't like, i it would well, love right? to be a
0: fly on the wall there
1: though oh would it not be amazing um but yeah so like he didn't do three um because coppola didn't let him but On the same flip side of the coin, Nicolas Cage is also humble enough, smart enough, uh, uh, self-aware enough to understand, like, when he wants to get pulled out of some. Like, so he was attached to, to the wrestler, right? Like, with Darren Aronofsky. And that was his. And to the point where he was going backstage at, like, Ring of Honor wrestling shows to, like, learn how to wrestle and hang out with these guys. The studio wanted him because he's... Nick Cage and like this little independent movie will at least make money with Nicholas Cage. Aronofsky wanted Mickey Rourke. Mickey Rourke sort of wanted to come back into acting. Nicholas Cage and Mickey Rourke are friends. And Nicholas Cage decided I'm going to take myself out of the running. I'm going to tell the studio I don't want to do this. And I think Mickey's the right guy for it. I don't think the wrestler would have been any worse with Nicholas Cage in that role. No.
0: No, that'd be. And
1: I don't think it would have been different, different energy, different vibe for sure. But I don't think it would have been any worse by any means. I think it would have just been its own. And and now when you think about it, you're like, yeah, man, I kind of wouldn't have mind seeing that, right? (laughs) Like, long haired Cage is one of my favorites.
0: (laughs) Yeah, 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 I would just want to see any of those. Any like, there's a lot of famous uh, male roles. That I think wouldn't be uh, wouldn't be lesser or, or you know worse off if uh, Nick Cage was in it right <laughs> right
1: yeah, and I, is that that's I mean I, I don't want it to sound backhanded, but I think that is like the greatest compliment we can give that like this guy's so versatile that we could interchange any of the leads in any of our favorite movies with this guy and be like, you know what he's not going to ruin it yeah. he's not going to make it worse he, he might Nick, I mean like that's it
0: Nick Cage, that's, Iron Man.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Why not? I could see it. <laughs> like that's. Yeah. That is so crazy. Um. Oh my Imagine god! Imagine that.
0: I know? am.
1: Oh, Iron um, Man. <laughs> oh, Iron <heard> Man. That. <laughs> yeah. That's a, Oh yeah. That would be so funny just seeing him and Ruffalo at it too. Yeah. Bruce. Bruce, you're always doing <laughs> this. Bruce.
0: Well, just like uh, there's gonna be like a high pitched scream.
1: <laughs> you know, one of those like. You'd you'd would automatically be like, I think I want to play Hulk <laughs> as soon as, as soon as Feige is like, what? But you because you, you you know it, you know he's built to say the line, right? You don't want to see me when I get angry, <laughs> like all Nicolas Cage, stuff.
0: Oh yeah, he could totally. Yeah. I would totally. I mean, uh, that's right. Recast Cage.
1: <laughs> like if, if we're gonna do this, uh, like let's think of Ultimate Team think of the jerry mcguire scene tom cruise quitting i'm okay. not gonna do what you all think i'm gonna do which is freak out now do that exact scene with Nicolas cage and tell me it's not better
0: you complete me <laughs>
1: <laughs> right that's the problem right like you you gotta find the whole thing but like you could do that scene easily yeah. nick cage is Aragon. <laughs> <laughs> nicholas cage as robin williams in goodwill hunting it's Robin not your William. fault. It's not your fault. It's not your fault. I can't do a good Nicholas Cage at all. Because there's <laughs> like he's got way too much to him, man. Too funny. Andy samberg showing... used to do it on SNL, but it was never that good either.
0: I was showing uh Carla on the weekend um the scene in Vampire Kiss, I think it is, where he reads the out where he like um is talking about uh, sorting files, and he's like, "Well, how could they misplace it? You know, just and then he just says the whole alphabet on scene acts the whole alphabet, and just makes it like Nick Cagey the whole way through.
1: Nick Cagey, which is a thing. Like mm-hmm. other people can, right? It's like the walk-in thing. It's like uh, mm-hmm. you, you can only Christopher Walken do can do Christopher Walken, and only Nick Cage can do Nick Cage, um." Now, I just hope we're at a point in time where people start like you know I always love to hear when directors are like, Oh, I wrote this part for someone, right? And like that, you know what I mean? Sometimes it doesn't work out, right? Like your um, Tarantino famously will do it. And Tarantino is actually the guy that I'm always like, How how has he not yet? You know what I mean? Like if he if he actually if if Tarantino one day sat down, not even knowing Will Smith, and was like, I'm going to write Django Unchained, and I'm going to write it for him. Now, it didn't work out. Will had to go do other stuff. Jamie Foxx wanted to do it, so it worked. But if Quentin Tarantino is going to sit down and write a movie for Will Smith, at what point in his life has he not sat down and been like, I'm going to write one for fucking Nicolas Cage? Yeah. Like, like how is Nicolas Cage not built for, like, a Tarantino-verse, right? Like, he just... You should be there. Like that just doesn't make any sense to me. Like, do you be. not, I guess it would be a Porsche. Eh? Uh, you know, you're a big fan of once upon a time in Hollywood. Where would you have put Nicholas Cage in that movie? Who are you recasting? <laughs>
0: uh, that's a great question. Mm, I guess if I want the strongest performance, I recast uh, DiCaprio with Nick Cage. Okay. But if okay. I want him to be the cool guy, like, he could, I would recast... You can put him,
1: Pitt. you can put him yeah. any... Oh, no, that's it. Uh, Yeah. Uh, no he no pressure. One. He doesn't have to be either of the leads. Like, you can put him anywhere in the movie. Because that movie is, it's got, like, 40 freaking actors in it, right? Like, if there's one perform like, one character or something that stood out to you in that entire movie that made you kind of go, oh, shit. Like, that person should have been Nick Cage. Is there anybody like that? Or is it just... Because, I mean, we know he could do either one of the other ones. But, uh no, I don't think so.
0: I don't think there's anyone else that, like, stands out like that in that one.
1: Yeah, like, not Luke Perry's role, maybe? I mean, like the I just... Or Timothy Oliphant's role. Right? Yeah, there's a bunch of guys. I th- I'm saying you could take done any of them. Like, yeah. Essentially, right?
0: That's right. I just think I just, I'm just i happy to... I would be
1: happy. Oh, with... well, save Bruce Lee. I don't think he would have been able to do Bruce Lee's character.
0: <laughs> yes, he could.
1: <laughs> maybe back in 1989 when they used to take risks like that on movies <laughs> <laughs> bring out the scotch tape um, you know okay. he
0: actually um the one thing that he regrets i guess is um in ghost rider there's a shirtless scene of him and he said he he'll never work out that hard again because everyone believed, like thought they were fake abs and i guess they were real
1: oh my goodness i don't think we'd
0: see him playing bruce lee
1: that's really funny okay because
0: he was so offended right like (laughs) yeah imagine like getting that ripped that everyone's like that's cgi and he's like no
1: (laughs) oh Oh, goodness nicholas cage so it's gonna be a good good little run um do you think you oh actually no never mind dc's like in a whole whirlwind i think they just canceled the entire flash movie i was gonna say imagine they bring him back in superman and that um that would have been fun but i guess that entire fucking thing's off the rocker right now
0: i guess um, they should recast because ezra miller is just like downward spiraling
1: yeah i think the word is that the entire movie's just done or that they're looking to bring who's the other one grant something yeah they, they just yeah they might just make him the fucking flash in the whole movie whatever I don't think it matters. I mean, if you're at a point where you're DC and you can just interchange flashes like that and nobody really gives a shit, uh, <laughs> that's probably a worse sign. Um, nonetheless, getting back to our good friend Nicolas Cage. Uh, who should so have I, I, and has I wondered
0: if we could uh, place the Nicolas Cage uh, quote. So I'll read you off a couple Nicolas Cage quotes and you tell me oh, if you think
1: you can. I don't think I'm that good at this, but okay, I'll sorry, I'll try. Well,
0: I'll start. I'll start easy.
1: Uh, well, pressure's on. If I get the first one wrong,
0: we'll <laughs> I'll give you. I'll give you an easy one. I'm going to steal the Declaration of Independence.
1: <laughs> okay. Well, hold on. Hold on. Uh, <laughs> definitely not. No, I'm going to go with National Treasure. But part one. <laughs> part one. You're right. It was part one.
0: What do they do in part two? They find, like, uh
1: They put back the Declaration native. of Independence.
0: <laughs> don't, they find, don't they find, like, native uh, gold or something? Like a Yeah, you
1: know, yeah. It's it's like a, a ship or some shit under sea years. I don't know. I don't remember. I just remember <laughs> they put a little thing in the thing and they turn it. <laughs> and that's how it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's like uh, a underground world or whatever. Yeah. City of gold. The city of gold, I think. Ah. Right. Isn't that right? I'm not looking this up. I'm just trying to remember.
1: Oh, I'm gonna go ahead and say yes, that sounds right to me. Um, I'm still waiting for the third. Which we may get. But you never know. Apparently Disney like you mean like it all counts. This is what it is. This like if this movie if the unbearable weight does ridiculously well, people are like, hey man, pig was you almost got a fucking nomination for that. Um those are the kinds of things that make uh talentless executives at uh, uh, nameless, famous, faceless corporations like Disney, uh, perk up and say, Hey, that guy could make us like, a couple of bucks. Uh, and although they'd maybe go back to that well. Yeah. I hate that that's how the system works, but whatever.
0: <laughs> Let's cast him in the MCU.
1: Um,
0: okay. The next quote. That's funny. My name's Roger. Two Rogers don't make a right.
1: Shit, you think i would know this one but i don't actually. i can't <laughs> remember this two rogers make a right i'm going to put my shoulders up and say con air
0: oh you're close you're close it's gone in 60 seconds
1: oh two rogers don't make a right gone in 60 mm-hmm. wow i've seen that movie like a billion times yeah right. that has Here. a
0: definite replayability
1: right it does yeah my only, like, the, uh, see, I don't remember zero quotes from that movie except for one, which is when the car and the guy, the wrecking ball goes through the wall, and then I think it's Olafant.
0: <laughs> yeah. He, yeah, like, yeah, goes yeah. up to him,
1: and he's like, are you okay? And the guy's yeah. like, because you just went through a wall. Like, that, that's the one thing that makes me laugh all the time.
0: And you're a car guy, so you must have loved, like,
1: Ellen. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good, I can't believe I didn't know that. Okay, go on. This will be tough, because, like, I don't know how many of his quotes I know know, but it's been a while, right? I didn't do a big, giant rewatch like you just did.
0: Okay, here's, a, here's one that you maybe will get. Think about, think about the quote. Well, I'm one of those fortunate people who like my job, sir. Got my first chemistry set when I was seven. Blew my eyebrows off. We never saw that cat again. Been into it ever since. Got my first chemry, chemistry set when I was seven. Got my first
1: chemistry set. That's your hint. Uh, I'm going to go with face-off while I try to like quickly Google this.
0: <laughs> no cheating. It's uh, The Rock.
1: That's right a fuck off. All right. He plays okay. a chemist. Stanley Goodspeed. That's right. And that's right. <laughs> Yeah, right? (laughs) Fuck. All right. Okay. I'm not going to be good at this, but go on. (laughs) Yeah. You thought I was going to be much better at this, eh?
0: I thought you were.
1: I would have, I don't know. Nicolas Cage quotes are killing me, man. It's a hard one. Unless they're the obvious catchphrase from the movie. But it's, or if I haven't. uh, I guess I'm going to have to do a big Nicolas Cage rewatch.
0: think so here's a good one here's i'm going through the
1: list now to try to find ones that i think you'll
0: more succeed on okay i'll even try inflection a little killing me won't bring back your goddamn honey
1: killing me won't bring back your goddamn honey is that what you just said yeah oh I'm gonna give you this link because
0: I want you to try this on me.
1: Oh killing me won't damn honey? Is that honeymoon in Vegas? <laughs> no, oh, it's the wicker man. Oh, okay. Well that sounds normal. <laughs> sure. Uh okay. Did you Man, get my right, link? I got it. I have it up here and I'm gonna run through it. And I want to know if like the things is...
0: I I haven't pre read these. I was scanning through and looking for so I'm not cheating.
1: Well, see, okay, so Mike, the quotes I will remember like when you go like full on two, three, four sentences, that's where I'm like, Oh shit, I don't know what movie that's from, because it sounds like a muddle. But it's like I will remember small fucking things. Like killing me uh, won't
0: bring back your goddamn honey.
1: No, like you don't have a lucky crack pipe. That I remember from Bad Lieutenant, because that's a funny line, man. You don't have <laughs> a lucky crack pipe, like that's that's what I mean. Um, and like my the one I love is like the Leaving Las Vegas. I don't know is that on here? Leaving Las Vegas. Um, but the one where he's like Probably. you can, where like where it's when he's uh, uh he's like fucking passed out on the floor of the goddamn hotel, like talking to Elizabeth Shue, and he's like you can't. You can never, ever tell me to stop drinking. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like a big romantic scene. And she's like, I won't. And it's just like <laughs> the most fucked up part. Anyways. Uh, let's see. Let's see. What else you got? Ghost Rider. I want to know all of those. That's the thing. Nor would I know the it. source. the last right Yeah. No, that one was. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I'm trying to see if it's on this. Oh, I'll be taking these Huggies and whatever cash you got. I know that one.
0: Pick one. Try with me.
1: Try for me. Okay. But I want to make sure it's something... Okay, so here's how I'll help you. This is going to be an easy one, okay? You may know it without having seen the movie. After the Cold War, the AK-47 became Russia's biggest export. After that came vodka... Caviar and suicidal novelists.
0: I, I I do know the movie. I hope it's that Lord of War.
1: There you go. That's how you've seen it.
0: that. <laughs> I've seen that movie like ten times at least, probably.
1: Mister uh, Mister Jared Leto in that one, right? The brother.
0: Oh, that's a good question. He's I kind of forget about him.
1: Jer- Jared Leto plays the brother, and I believe Ethan Hawke plays the the international bureaucrat who's chasing him
0: cool um, cinematography in that one right like don't they yeah, do like that Yeah,
1: very good stuff
0: cool like down the bullet thing
1: they did um they do a lot of what you almost see adam mckay do now mm-hmm. that's sort of like i'm gonna talk to the camera and explain who these guys are and what how what these things are right like he wouldn't talk to the camera as much as there was a lot of narration being like explaining why they were doing the things they were doing, or what it, how it worked in the grand scheme, like for the the layman kind of explaining like this is part of the world of uh i guess it's not it's arm smuggling right essentially
0: what did you just send me that was like a had narration in the movie, it was like a trailer or something for something with narration, and I was like so jazzed about it.
1: Are you talking about the Batman? Yeah, maybe that's what it was. <laughs> you just watched the movie and you were yeah. like, Hey, I love this narration. And I was like, Yeah, I remember. Uh Right,
0: like Gershack.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. No. <laughs> I I had little to do with that one. Uh, but I, I like I like that you went there. Um I mean not to I mean that would that's a movie that I could have used in a little bit of Nicolas Cage, eh? Totally. Nicholas Cage as Mr. Freeze.
0: Oh, that's see, and they have already already teased that mr freeze could be in that world
1: oh yeah so,
0: yeah. i'm not gonna say that that's out of the realm of possibility
1: i think we should start banging the drum on the Nicolas cage for mr freeze right now yeah Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense does it not there's
0: there's some yeah. arnold freeze quotes that i would like to hear nicholas cage do in a serious film
1: <laughs> yeah right um i think it could work i mean i think i think all of the villains that were used in those right like mr freeze the riddler poison ivy they were all just made to be hard to take through like it's i can see why christopher nolan was like you know what i'll do the joker because everybody loved nicholson (laughs) right but (laughs) outside of that uh, we're gonna go with Ra's Gul and Bane. I'm not touching Penguin. I ain't touching it because they are all just made to look like cartoons. Um, so I think when you start making the Riddler look like, I don't know. Name your favorite incel out of Freedom Convoy. Um, oh, I it, we, it, it, we like, haven't me like,
0: this down yet. I'm sorry to right? break this down on Nick Cage week.
1: No, I mean we'll we'll, we'll let it go for now, but uh the tie-in just being for those who haven't seen it go see it it's available it's on all your streaming shit now um but nicholas cage would fit as mr freeze in this world of this new batman and we're not trying to make a joke of it like it's real i think it could work
0: you know where else i'd put him commissioner
1: gordon well, we already got one of them
0: stick a mustache on his face and that's
1: okay with me you already got that what's wrong with jeffrey right he was fine
0: Nothing's wrong with him, but he's no Nick Cage.
1: <laughs> Nicholas Cage is Alfred. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't want to hear. I don't dye his hair up a little bit. Yeah. Right? If, you, if you give like him all silver hair, um, I Take think the Alfred, plugs out. Yeah, just make <laughs> him silver. That's fine. He would look like uh, any. Who do you look like? He would look like uh, any of the guys who were in Spinal Tap, but like current age.
0: <laughs> Michael McKean.
1: Yeah, right. Harry Shearer. Um <laughs> not him. Man. Anyways, Nick Cage Week. Um there is another Nicolas Cage movie that I'm excited about. Did you want me to break this one down? Because I know that quietly I'd been mentioning the Unbearable Wait for a little while, and people were like, eh, why is this idiot talking about a Nick Cage movie? But now we're seeing like full on press for it. Um fabulous GQ profile rolling stone article like you I mean like nick cage is doing the tour on this one um i think he's seen the final cut and actually liked it you know what i mean like it's one of those rare ones so he's out there and you get the sense though that when this movie was made he didn't know who pedro pascal was because it was years ago right like this movie was set to come out before the pandemic a little bit um so at that time he's just the guy that was on narcos you know what i mean he I'm not really going to broken... lie broken out on Mandalorian and stuff. Right. So
0: hmm. I I hold Nicholas Cage in high regard, as you guys can tell, but I'm not going to lie. He probably often doesn't know who his co-stars are. <laughs> he's not on any social media. Yeah, so unless yeah. he's met the person he's probably, or seen their film, he's just a regular guy who has a lot of interest. He's probably like, Oh, and how are you? Like, you know, he has no, no idea. Yeah,
1: I get that. But I'm saying, like, don't you think it's also one of those things where he kind of did it at the time just because he says, this is a good idea. And it's one of the few things that I'm going to say yes to now because I'm kind of coming at Like, you mean, like, yeah. you things were feeling good. Like, you felt like it was the right thing. And he kind of rolled the dice on it. But the dice, like, this came up fucking perfect, dude. You did a movie with Pedro Pascal who was just blowing up at the right time as well. Totally. totally. Like, if you were ever going to make a buddy movie with someone, it's that guy because he's just that funny um even like i mean like there's something versatile about pedro pascal as well yeah you guys both very much mesh here because both of your energies could kind of work
0: they're Um, gonna work yeah
1: yeah right like it just feels like this is one of those lightning in a bottle kind of movies
0: when nicholas cage does hot ones he's gonna be like oh this is a really interesting idea for a show like he's gonna be one of those celebrities who who definitely doesn't know who sean evans is you know what i mean
1: oh of course man um which is what makes him great because he's a sport he's gonna show up he might not know who you are but he's gonna sit down and be like i've heard great things about your show uh everybody tells me that you're really like he's not gonna lie to you and be like i love your show i've seen it he's not gonna say that (laughs) because nicholas cage nicholas cage has way too much respect for you to to lie to you like that like the other people be like oh i watch your show all the time (laughs) yeah i'm sure you do right it's more like you'll be like i've heard great things about it totally lots of people tell me it's really good i'm i'm really honored to be here uh eating eating these hot wings with you right like it'll (laughs) just be like dig it let's go right like he'll just get into it he does it um and that that's the fun of it like i'm glad to see it like it's it's the right movie at the right time for his career uh and and good on them there there's there's a movie coming up next yeah, year. tell me about
0: it tell next me about year,
1: it next year i think the next one um for us and i think it's agreeable to say when when nicholas cage decides he wants to be funny it's a good time for all of us right huh. uh so he will be playing dracula
0: yeah, I was looking at that.
1: <laughs> uh, in the movie Renfield, uh, which has got a You know, you just got to name Ben Schwartz and Aquafina to know that, okay, <laughs> I think I know where the tone of this movie is going to be, right? Uh, and, and you got, like, Nicholas Holt in there, who I think we've got on the short list of Bond, do we not? I th- I believe yeah, I we think have so. I yeah, we do. We've got him on our leaderboard. He's one up there. Uh, Nicholas Holt. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. From Berkshire. He passes the test. Um, <laughs> and, and perhaps this role as Renfield uh, will help him uh, get the Bond role. I don't know. But good to see Nicolas Cage out and about doing other things. Um,
0: well, whats space wasn't in Bridgerton at all this second season, so that doesn't bear well for him, unless he's already filming Bond.
1: <laughs> no, but I think that's just – that show's based on books, so I think the idea is, like, his character had nowhere else to go. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it's a good time to be Nicolas Cage, and it's a good time to be a Nicolas Cage fan, I suppose. Um, I hope the movie does well. I hope we get a National Treasure 3. I hope he plays James Bond? (laughs) (laughs) Imagine that one.
0: Well... Another iconic uh role that we're about to see is uh, Zeus in the MCU.
1: Are you ready for that? Are you ready to see Zeus? Did
0: I think Zeus... he's going to be in it for uh not too long. Like it's going to be like a small part. He's not going to be in I don't think
1: for very long. <sighs> you'll get a good MUM. total 10 minutes I think. Yeah. Yeah, you you'll get a you you'll get an Anthony Hopkins like presence. You know what I mean like as as long as 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 much screen time as Odin would have gotten in a movie um, is how much you'll probably see.
0: I think they kill him character. off quick,
1: right? No, no, no. I don't think so. You don't get a talent like that to sign up to kill him off quick.
0: Well, I don't know, because uh, um, Christian you, Bale, he plays the god killer. Like, the yeah, whole I, point is, like, he kills uh, all the people in the universe that are deemed as gods, so...
1: Well, he is the god butcher, so... Yeah. Um Goro the uh, God Killer or something. Yeah. Say I don't think you're gonna get Russell Crowe in two different outfits. Um, but you'll get him a couple scenes scattered throughout, <laughs> and I think you'll probably get I don't think it's gonna be a lot of screen time, but it'll be like up to ten, I think. At some point he's gonna have to um say words and words take up time, right? <laughs> like I mean, So I don't think it'll be a cameo such as Matt Damon, let's say, right? In <laughs> in like the last Thor, right? Movie. Right. Um it will definitely probably have a little bit more action to it, um not as much as maybe Cape Blanchette had in the last one, but yeah, well, star movies are actually kind of taken off i don 't know where we're gonna go with them like said this the trailer was interesting um, i don't know if i'm gonna get too deep into breaking down Thor right now. just everything in that m c u world is so compressed i haven 't watched a single moon Knight yet um I will. Uh I'm surprised to know that you're ahead of me on that. Uh I will finish it. I'll probably just do a full binge. I think it's only 6 episodes at the end of the day, so it's only going to be like 5 hours like after you've like yeah. how long there, right? I so have
0: I, I watched the first one and I didn't have any interest in keeping
1: up. Yeah, I think I can just whip it out on a Saturday. It won't be that bad. Um the the Doctor Strange one is the one that matters like I don't want to say I'm getting MCU fatigue. But I might be getting a little bit of MCU fatigue, so yeah. like I think I think um, the big one's got to be good. So let's see how good Doctor Strange two is, and that'll get me jazzed enough to maybe maybe see where I go with the other stuff. I, I don't know how many of the shows I'm going to keep up with. It, like it'll depend on the content, what the show is, and stuff. I guess mm-hmm. it's it's sad to say that like the Ethan Hawke Oscar Isaac one is the one that is kind of making people go, I don't know if every single one of these is for me. Um,
0: <laughs> it's because the character. I said it right from no, the start. I,
1: I don't even, I think it's just the timing of the fact that we, like, there's been a lot of these, and the beautiful sort of out. If Here's the issue that Moon Knight has going against it. They didn't cast it, Nicolas Cage. No, it's the first <sighs> Disney Plus show for a Marvel product that is an entirely new character. Right? Every other Marvel show that's come so like we know who Wanda and Vision are. We know who Hawkeye is. Um name any what was the other one? We know who Falcon, Loki and right? We know we know all of these people. We do not know who this guy is. And I think what is a problem is maybe trying to maybe we just needed a two hour movie called moon night. And I have a feeling it would have done very well at the box office because Oscar Isaac and Ethan Hawke alone are a pretty decent draw.
0: I think, yeah, they, I think they would needed to cameo him or maybe debut him in some property sooner exactly. to make us wonder because, you know, he's also, exactly. although, you know, Thor and captain America and iron man weren't big names. Um, uh, so to speak, before the MCU started. You know, Moon Knight, I think, is even a smaller character. He's on the same level as Guardians were uh, when they released. Mm-hmm. A, a fairly unknown to
1: yeah. modern,
0: to most people, I mean.
1: And Guardians, that's a risk they I don't know if Marvel would take again. Because even when that movie came, like, think about it. Nobody knew, like, not to say Chris Pratt was from fucking Parks and Rec, and he was mm. known as the big guy a <laughs> chubby and we were all wondering how he was going to get into shape right like so that, that those movies came a long way from proving like bradley cooper uh and vin diesel were the biggest names and neither one of them was on the actual screen right mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. it was it was a weird experiment that worked i don't know if they'd get away with it now because now when they're trying it even on a very small way it's not working with moon knight i guess right but you make, make a race. 2 hour movie, right? You put a make a 2 hour movie of Moon Knight. Yeah, you're not wrong. You sprinkled let the character of Ghost in the last Ant-Man movie could easily have just been a mummy wrapped Moon Knight. Yeah. Right? Like just fine, sure. Um or throw him in anywhere and kind of do that. And maybe there's a little bit more there. Um but I think this is either going to be good or bad in the long run. And it'll it'll come with things like She-Hulk. Who once again is an entirely new character, right? Um and uh what's the other one? Is it just gonna be called Ms. Marvel? I'm not even too sure. The Kamala Khan one.
0: That'll be a tough one again.
1: No, and I'll tell you why. Cause I think we'll see a tie in with her in something. I think I think you'll see Kamala Khan in either Doctor Strange or you'll see her in Thor before you see her on on Disney Plus so I think I think they're going to try and do it because there's too much writing with that one because they've already got the damn movie going with Ms. Marvels or whatever the Marvels or something right um, too much money invested there to not roll that one out right um, I think I think the Moon Knight one is just more of a We'll see how it goes, but
0: who's next up, eh? Miss Marvel, I think.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, June eighth, June eighth, and uh, right. At, that's that's why I'm saying we might see her in Doctor Strange 2. Um, brief end credit, whatever it might be. Um, you could see like an America Chavez meeting a uh, uh, Kamala Khan, similar in age. Right, all that kind of stuff. Like, there there could be some sort of cross there. Um, to set that up. I don't know, it's too much to freaking figure out now. And I think, and I think this is the first time that even even Marvel and Kevin Feige might be a little uh oh because they've set up a blade, they've set up you know, what I mean, the, the fact that they announced Maharshala Ali as Blade years ago and then have continuously moved that movie further and further down the slate it tells me that they're kind of worried about setting up the world of blade for marshall and in, in, in the mcu and if it doesn't i mean like eternals wasn't the most well received and that was their first shot at it like the end credit scene with dane Whitaker grabbing the fucking sword was their supposed their first sort of thing and then you hear blade's voice and it's like oh shit eternals didn't really didn't really grab And uh, because the movie didn't grab, that last fucking end credit scene didn't really hit. Which leads into Moon Knight, which is also not doing great. So if that's not going to hit, are we even going to get to the dark MCU? Like, are we going to even get to this? No, right?
0: Well, I think if Marvel can, like, deal with it for a little... where we weren't all going crazy for every marvel release when the mcu started right like iron man one didn't do that good captain america thor none of those movies were killing it until the first avengers then we started seeing oh now we're interested and then they still have some of the big hits like spider-man to sprinkle in there but they have to start taking the chances again to rebuild a new mcu so they had to start with shang chi and the eternals and People that we don't know who they are yet. And then, like, by the time they're all, com- like, combined fighting one Galactus or whatever, we're going to be excited somehow <laughs> to see them all together.
1: Yeah, whenever that X-Men versus Avengers comes. Yeah. Right? That, that'll that be something. But it's going to take... Ugh. It's only going to get messier. Like, I can't... Uh... Man. I... Remember, like, the first Avengers movie came out? And all of the, the critics and the praise was like, oh my god, I, I can't believe they pulled together five different characters. Holy moly! They, I, that was so much work. And then it's like, they did it again in Civil War. They did it in a bigger scale for Infinity War. They went as big a scale as they can for Endgame. How exactly do you get to, like, Avengers 7 or 8, when it is, like, 25 X-Men versus, like, the West Coast Avengers, the Dark Avengers, the Sinister Six, uh, whatever the fuck Val is up to. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> there's so much going on, right? And uh, William Hurt, is he still alive? I, remember, I think he passed, right? Yeah, he did, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I remember us talking about that, about being like, um, yeah, March 13th, 2020. So that was only last month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember, because remember we had this chat, we were kind of like, oh, I don't know if they're going to do. They can they can't get away with that storyline.
0: Now we'll never have the Elephant Man versus the Avengers.
1: Well, he, right. Well, exactly. Right. <laughs> um, Seventy-one though, so he was young. So there, I bet you there was plans in place for if they could get away with it from a storyline perspective. But it's uh, a shame. Where is you know, I don't think they're gonna. I don't think they're gonna go and recast General Thaddeus Ross now, right? Like. Um, Do you think they would? Do you think they would get a new Ross? Like is it Is William Hurt different than T'Challa? Like I mean like is that a different thing or do do you would you recut would Huh, I didn't even think about it, but like would would the MCU fans be fine with a new actor stepping in to play General Ross? Um when they weren't so reg- re- ready to see a new actor play T'Challa.
0: I think, I think, <laughs> no offense.
1: No, I, I know. Yeah. I get uh, it. William Hurt, but
0: yeah. Do
1: you think, think different that. circumstances, Chadwick just had the storyline of like, he he was, he didn't tell anybody about his illness and he worked through it and blah, blah, blah. Like, do you think it was just too much around? I, he was
0: never a likable, like he was always like a antagonist. So yeah. never likable enough to be hung on so we could replace him easily
1: sure I think. i'm think i just i'm just starting to wonder if there was actually like should there not have been a bit of little bit of pushback if you were disney should you not have maybe have said taken a little bit of time to be like guys um we may need to recast Chala, right like dumbledore has been other actors as well right like They didn't stop making Harry Potter movies. I guess with, I guess with the mantle of the black Panther, you can easily be like the black Panther is different from T'Challa. So we can get away with it. Hmm. But I'm wondering if they had to get away with anything, actually, to be honest, like at the end of the day, sometimes actors die.
0: Speaking of getting away with it, I made a John Hurt joke instead of William Hurt just then. And I, uh, Feel bad about it, so I wanted to correct myself.
1: You were William Hurt. About hurt it.
0: Yeah. William Hurt was not in the Elephant Man. John Hurt was.
1: <laughs> I didn't know where you were going with that. Um, I thought you were actually referencing some sort of dark. No, I thought you were going like. Deep in deep, no, I thought you were going deep into like MC, like Marvel, fucking character listings, oh, and yeah, finding yeah. some random thing that, like Ross. I was like, I know him as the leader of the Thunderbolts, Red and Hulk? I know Red Hulk, Red Hulk. Yeah, I was like, I know it was Red Hulk, but maybe he was also an Elephant Man. <laughs> oh, fuck,
0: they'll replace him because they replaced Green
1: Hulk. <laughs> well, I, I guess right. Like, I, I mean, huh. Maybe they could I'm, put
0: Edward Norton in the role.
1: You could just get away with, I guess, saying Val. Like, we've already got Julia Louis-Dreyfus. We cast her, like, kind of as a way to take over for Ross anyways. So you can go with that. Um, but I don't I don't know. Just a tangent. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> Wasn't sure. I was just like, huh, I wonder why.
0: Thor, Thor, Love and Thunder, the trailer, dropped today. So that's big news. Or, I'm sorry, today is the, as in the day of filming
1: recording (laughs) um i think that that film looks like it'll be fun fun time i don't know i got that that one seems like the most uh bankable in the sense that like you know you know you put your 15 bucks to go buy that ticket you'll have a decent time
0: ike is super hot so
1: right now like
0: Uh, he can do no wrong i think he's probably problematic but in his real life, I feel like he might be problematic, but uh, he's, he's on a roll as far as movies go
1: right now. <laughs> yeah, Tyka's personal life, notwithstanding. Yeah, uh, the talent speaks for this. Is this is one of those things, man? Uh, that these are those the calculations people do all the time. The, you see it with pro athletes all the time. Uh, a, a dude who's just an absolute asshole. <laughs> <laughs> but but when he's on the court is just a beast and you want him on your team and it's kind of like Tyka just seems like the kind of dude that like if he likes you he likes you and if he doesn't boy oh boy don't like get caught in a room with him where he's gonna just be ripping you for like hours um
0: if anyone can handle it, it's the man. disney pr team like look what they did with walt <laughs> cool. If they could handle problematic stars, if they can handle Walt Disney, they can handle Tyke, I think.
1: <laughs> I think he just, he's too much of his own brand at this point, which is the genius of it, right? Um, to kind of go from relative obscurity, but then at the same time, build that brand as you go to now where it's an unchallengeable unchall- brand. It's just uh, the way people kind of like, Will we'll shrug their shoulders and be like, "Ah, oh, that's just blah 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 being blah blah blah." You know, like if you can achieve that kind of level of brand as a celeb, where it's like, "Oh, that's just him being him. Don't worry about it." Like, like that's Kanye level shit.
0: You gotta We're, stay. You gotta stay loved. That's the thing. As soon as we start wondering, as soon as we like, as soon as you have a flop, you're done. As soon as one movie of his tanks, so he's like under pressure to just keep performing. Luckily, he's got Thor coming up.
1: <laughs> I think that's what I mean. And like his his uh, HBO show has like had ridiculously good reviews and has been funny, and it's exactly what you would think a Taika show would be of with pirates and stuff, right? Like it's just exactly what it is. Reservation
0: um, Dogs is good too.
1: Yeah, like he he's got his he's got his touch right now. The second it goes. He has to hope he doesn't become Nicolas Cage like. <laughs> That's all right. Like the second, the second, the second, he does a Ghost Rider, and it just doesn't feel right. He's, you know, the moment comes, man. It comes for all of them. Came for Jude Law, poor guy. Right? Yeah, it does. It does. We come. fucking loved Jude Law. We all did, and we still do. But we kind of really politely just told him to go away for a little bit as we did to Clive Owen. Yeah. We loved Clive Owen. And then we said Clive Uh, he's here not you back go. yet. <laughs> yeah, he's not back though. No, he's around. He's around. He's doing things for he's, he's around. He's everyone's working. Doing uh everyone's working, but here's the beautiful part of Clive Owen. Uh he's still getting better things to do than Gerard Butler. We loved Gerard Butler. <laughs> and we have relegated Gerard Butler to Tubi. And we don't even watch his shit when it's on Tubi now. You know what I mean? Like, no, I don't think I've seen a bigger, like, I don't think I've seen a bigger mountain peak to Valley than Gerard Butler in my, like, years of watching Hollywood kind of shit, right? Like, Jude Law went up, down, kind of bounced around, and he's like, fine, he's steady, man. You see him in something, you're happy. He's Sherlock, whatever. But he's not, he's not the guy that had to be in everything. Um,
0: I'm just going to start by saying that Jerry Butler. My father is Scottish. I'm going to start by
1: saying that when I
0: finish by saying, I think people just get sick of the Scottish accent. <laughs> oh, and,
1: Mr. Connery was around right till the end, man. But we they're only shiny. allowed
0: one. They're only allowed one famous person. They've got McAvoy. They're only allowed one at a time. We do not want to hear that accent
1: all over That's and really over That's really funny. We got, <laughs> we got McAvoy. We got McAvoy. We're good. Sorry, and Jerry. He's
0: almost exclusively American speaking in his films. <laughs> he never Not speaks really. with his accent, right? Never. Whereas Gerard Butler is uh going to get rid Spartan, of it. Yeah, yeah, Spartan with a <laughs> Irish accent.
1: <laughs> his his like American accent was just like uh the American Irish guy who lives in Boston. You know what yeah. I mean? Like that was his accent. Oh fuck. Oh, Jerry Butts. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I hope Tyka has a that's a much smoother fall from fall from the top than than uh, Gerard Butler did.
0: Did you guys like that? Would you want to hear us speak more about MCU in great detail? You're asking me. I'm I'm asking uh, the the people listening.
1: Oh yes. <laughs> it's good so to my, get their input. Yeah. From time to time.
0: Well, let us know. We're gonna This week, I, I couldn't remember what we said the poll was going to be, but this week we're going to put a poll out on. <laughs> so I didn't put one out last week.
1: You didn't hear what the poll question was during your editing? Like, no, you, you, I couldn't. Oh, it, it just flew right by you.
0: <laughs> I would have had to listen to the whole thing again.
1: Now you know how I feel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I
0: already listened to it a lot.
1: Oh, that's funny. And right, I'm well, glad everyone else
0: is here listening to it, too. So thank you guys for tuning in. Can you confirm that?
1: Oh, goodness.
0: You got any words of wisdom for us before we go?
1: I was just going to say poll of the week. Uh, who do you want to see have a a renaissance, a like a Nicolas Cage <laughs> renaissance uh, more? Uh, your choices are Gerard Butler, <laughs> Clive Owen, and Jude Law.
0: Dude Lai is coming years. back. He's our baby. Yeah,
1: okay. yeah. 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 All right. I heard this one didn't do so well. <laughs> this movie didn't do so oh,
0: well. Oh. Oh. It's the uh
1: it's the uh the Pro Johnny lobby. Uh, <laughs> man, I don't want to get into that at all, but I've never seen a narrative switch like happen quicker. <laughs> In like two weeks, then I have this whole Johnny Depp case. Uh, Two weeks ago, dude is toxic. Now, all of a sudden, what? Every PR company in the world is quietly trying to figure out like, would you go see a Johnny Depp movie? So, we don't have to vote on that one. I have a feeling they're already setting the stage for that comeback. (laughs) I don't know how I feel about it.
0: Yeah, pirates uh we want national treasure before we get pirates how about that
1: i was gonna say i was gonna say but i would love to see a team-up movie with johnny Depp, and nicholas cage
0: (laughs) i hope everybody has a great week thanks for listening i didn't even tell you what episode we're on
1: (laughs) oh we're just losing count at this point uh 88 i would say
0: you got it series two episode 38
1: the Lender Us episode, baby. All right.
0: <laughs> Have a great week, everybody. Thanks again. Right. See you later. Yeah. Like, I think in every situation, <clears throat> the one, like, for that kind of celebrity, it's possible that in the certain circumstance, I can be more popular than that, that like, CP24 person. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. When and and I, what if you go to the mall and you, like, know four people? when you're there or whatever and no no, one knows them.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly.